Today is August 26th, and this is the second episode of the MMA Mike podcast. First up today, uh, UFC Fight Night, Smith versus Rakic on August 29th, which is this Saturday, at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, the main event consists of Anthony Smith versus Alexander uh, Rakic, uh, both matching up pretty uh, similarly on the uh, on paper, both orthodox. Um, Rakic with the two-inch reach advantage, same height. Um, this is a fight in the light heavyweight uh, division, and both fighters looking to um, get back in the win column. You know, uh, both fighters coming off of a loss. Um, Anthony Smith, you know, kind of already has been on the top the division, um, you know, fought for the title, uh, and lost against John Jones, um, but has been on the top of the division and Rakic is kind of looking to get there. Um, Rakic is, a, is very, um, dangerous on the feet and Anthony Smith has a lot of experience. You know, he's 33 and 15. Um, Rakic is 12 and two and, uh, a win would for sure, um, put either of these guys in the same position and um that would be moving forward and you know getting in that that top division which you know maybe uh, another win um over a top contender would get you a title shot uh, especially with John Jones leaving and um the winner of Dominic Reyes versus Jan Blachowicz whoever wins that is going to then you know defend against someone new so they're going to be looking for a contender um and uh, Tiago Santos versus uh, Glover Teixeira has been announced. So I'm assuming that'll be the number one contender bout um, for the winner of Reyes versus Blachowicz. But Anthony Smith versus Rakic is very well a uh, fight that could let the winner, um, you know, be a contender soon. So um, the way I see this fight going down Anthony Smith has to be very smart to get the win here. Um, I do think he can get the win, though. Uh, Rakic is going to be dangerous in the first couple rounds. Um, and uh, he's dangerous on the feet, you know. He could catch Smith, really, at any point. But what I think Smith is going to do, and I think he's going to be super hungry after losing against um, Glover Teixeira, the way, especially the way he did. I think Smith's going to be super motivated for this fight. He's going to fight super smart. And... Uh, He's going to, you know, fight smart on the feet and then eventually work his way to clinch positions, get a takedown. And um, he's going to, you know, try and work work the fight on the ground, uh, you know, ground and pound, maybe even a submission. Um, and I do think he'll be successful in this way. Um, so I would, I'm going to say Anthony Smith wins via uh, submission in around round three. Um, should be a very entertaining fight, though. Next up in the co-main event, we, in the welterweight division, we have Robbie Lawler versus Neil Magny. And this is a great fight. I'm so happy to see Robbie Lawler back. Um, Robbie Lawler is looking to get his first win in, I think, about three years, which is kind of crazy to think about when he was on top of the division. But um, he's coming off of three losses uh, against Kobe Covington, Ben Askren, and Rafael Dos Santos. Um so he, he hasn't fought in almost in over a year. His last fight was August 3rd. 
um, of 2019. This is a striker versus striker uh, matchup. Uh, Magny um, is is no joke, though. I mean, he's going to be... Uh, he's kind of a fast, um, pointed striker. Uh, I don't see him getting a finish on Robbie Lawler at all. Um, he's coming off of two wins, uh, most recently in UFC 250, but I think he's going to just try and, um, just try and outstrike Robbie Lawler. Now, the problem is, is Robbie Lawler has, he, every punch he throws, he's throwing to knock you out and he hits hard. Um, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a super fun fight to watch. Um, these guys are going to throw and bang, um, I can't see that either guy is going to really go too, too uh, hard for bringing this fight to the ground because uh, Robbie Lawler has great takedown defense and ground game. Um, maybe he'll go for a takedown. I couldn't really imagine. I think he's going to keep it up. Uh, Southpaw versus Orthodox. It's going to be a great fight. And um, I'm going to take Robbie Lawler with the knockout in uh, round two. Next up, you have G. Yeon Kim versus Alexa Grasso. Um, this is uh, in the women's flyweight division. Uh, Grasso, the underdog uh, to Kim. Except, uh, you know, you have Grasso going up, uh, you know, facing the heavier fighter here. Um, I'm going to take Grasso here. Um, I just think with who she's, you know, fought in the past and... Um, I, I just like her here with a little bit of the, uh, you know, experience of the fighters that she's fought. Um, I see her, her getting the win. Uh, next up, you have featherweight uh, Ricardo Lamas versus Bill Ag- Algio. Uh, Ricardo Lamas was supposed to fight Ryan Hall. Um, Ryan Hall dropped out of that fight due to injury. Um, so Bill Ag- Algio uh, stepping in here. I say Ricardo Lama should get this win. Um, it's hard to take a fight on, on late notice and win. Um, so Ricardo Lama should be able to pick up this win. He's got a lot more experience fighting past champions, past legends. Um, he should be able to pick up this win. Uh, and I'll, I'll say by decision, um, but I could see him getting a potential finish. And lastly, but first on the, the main card, which I'm one of the fights I'm more excited to see uh, over some others, is Magomed Ankalev versus Ian Kudabella, which has already happened um, and was supposed to happen uh, not long ago, but uh, Ian Kudabella tested positive for coronavirus. They last fought on uh, February 29th of 2020, at a, a UFC fight night, and it, it ended in some controversy. Uh, Ankalev won um, by TKO, but uh, Kudabella, it's believed that he kind of was playing rope-a-dope and really wasn't hurt. He was acting like he was hurt. He was acting wobbled. Um, Ankalev was throwing you know, volume at him, and uh, Kudabella was trying to get a knockout. He was throwing crazy overhand rights. And the referee thought he was hurt and stopped it and uh, stopped it on the feet. I thought it was a very premature stoppage. 
Um, Kudabella was actually moving forward when the referee stopped the fight. Um, but this is a very interesting fight because you got uh, 13-1, 13-1 uh, Ankele versus a 15-5 Kudabella. Um, and just seeing how they started off the fight uh, the first time, you know, they came out kind of, you know, forward on each other. Um, both kind of similar size. Um, I, I don't see this one going to, uh, going to decision. Um, if it does, it'll probably be fight of the night. These guys are going to bang with each other. They're going to really, really, uh, really fight here. Um, Ankalev is the favorite and, um, except I'm going to go with the underdog here and reason being they already fought once. I think Kudabella hits a little bit harder. I think he could he could definitely knock out Ankalev. I think Ankalev could finish Kudabella, and obviously I don't think this fight will go to decision. Um, but I just think that Kudabella, obviously with the way the first fight went, um, there. <laughs> let's hope it goes a little bit longer and it doesn't end in controversy. But I don't know why. I mean, I think I just have a feeling he's gonna he's gonna catch Ankalev and that's why I'm going with him but I do think it'll be an interesting fight to see um this fight you know I'm happy they made the immediate rematch because of how the first fight ended um and uh yeah I mean should be a good one if it does go to the decision it's gonna be absolutely awesome fight um but I'm gonna go to Kudabella by uh TKO or knockout rather um and probably round two I do think we'll see a, a good first round between the two um yeah and that's uh UFC fight night uh Smith versus Rakic uh should be a good one that takes place Saturday uh August 29th so last Saturday we had um UFC fight night Munhos versus Edgar great card um as predicted I did say that that card was going to have a lot of um, finishes, and uh, it did. It, it definitely um, was a great fight and great card. Um, you know, Frankie Edgar versus Pedro Munoz. I mean, what a fight that was. Going to decision, uh, it was pretty close. Um, I could see how people gave it to Munoz. I, but then again, you know, I had Edgar winning the, the fight just because of the, the combinations he was throwing in. And he did outstrike uh, Munoz 127 to 122 um, and landed more body shots. Pedro Munoz did, you know, hurt the legs of Frankie Edgar for sure. But, um, yeah, man, I, 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 I just think that Edgar, uh, Edgar definitely, in my opinion, won. Um, three rounds to two just because he landed more volume um and although he wasn't pressuring all the time he was constantly moving um and i think you know that's that's just a different style i wouldn't say that that is you losing the fight um Munoz was kind of chasing him i feel like most of the fight and yeah um good win by uh frankie um and the rest of the card you know you had no car. Uh, that was the only fight on the card that that went to decision, and it was a great fight. Um, you know, Mike Rodriguez picking up the KO win. Uh, Selecki with a great submission win, uh, win in the first round. Um, Shanna Dobson upsetting Maria Agapova, and I did not see that coming. But uh, just completely getting exa- Agapova. That is getting exhausted in the first round. 
putting too much energy in and Dobson getting the finish. Um, and Daniel Rodriguez with a huge uh, uh, comeback win over Dwight Grant after getting hurt and then ended up knocking out Dwight Grant. So great, great card. Um, awesome to see. As for Frankie Edgar and Pedro Munoz yet uh, next, um, you know, Frankie Edgar, you know, that moves him to the top of the division. You know, he just beat... Uh, he just beat the number five guy in Pedro Munho, so that's got to put him at number five. Um, you know, and really, you should he shouldn't go down uh, and fight anyone. I mean, he just beat a top contender. I would say, you know, the only guy you could really go down the fight is Dominic Cruz, who's at number 10 uh, ranked. Um, that would be a great fight. That'd be a legendary fight. I'm not sure if Dominic Cruz wants that fight or wants to fight that fight. I'm sure Frankie Edgar would. Um, I'd love to see it. But, you know, right now, it, the top of the division above number five is kind of occupied. You got Marlon Marais, who's supposed to fight uh, Corey Sanhagen. And Aljamain Sterling is confirmed by Dana White that's going to get the title fight against Peter Yan. And Cody Garbrandt is... Um, is going to go down to fight uh, uh, Figueredo uh, for the 125 belt. So everything's kind of occupied. So I think he's got to kind of wait uh, to maybe fight someone um, after some of those fights play out. He did. He just was in a war. He maybe should take some time off. Um, or maybe Dominic Cruz because, uh, you know, nothing else is for Dominic Cruz except for getting back to the belt or, you know, maybe it's it's time soon. Um, and plus he just did fight for the title not long ago. Uh, then, you know, Pedro Munoz, you know, arguably could have won that fight. Um, he shouldn't move down too far. Um, I would say I'd like to see him fight someone lower. And, uh, my pick would be Marlon Vera. Uh, Marlon Vera claims he wants to, you know, get to that top. Um, I'd like to see Marlon Vera fight Pedro Munoz. Um, see if he's real deal, you know what I mean? And um, that's just my opinion, but who knows? I mean, maybe you could even make a Jimmy Rivera uh, fight or Rafael uh, Sancho fight, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, 135 division, so stacked. Uh, great division. Should be fun to, to see those fights in the future. Now, uh one thing that I have a uh, high, high interest in um, is the light heavyweight uh, division uh, right now. Uh, I know I was was talking about Smith and Rakic, where a win would put them. Um, and, uh, you know, you have a couple of fights that have been announced, like I was saying, um, Tiago Santos is going to fight Glover Teixeira. That's the number two ranked versus number four. And then you have the number one and number three uh, fighting for the, the light heavyweight uh, championship, Dominic Reyes and Jan Blachowicz. So that's essentially a little little uh, tournament that's going to happen. Um, the winners will probably face each other. But you have Anthony Smith at number five facing... Um, uh, facing Rakic, which is number eight. Um, the winner of that is, you know, right behind them, in my opinion, um, behind those other guys that are, that have tough fights. So, you know, 
the winner could face, um, you know, maybe a loser of one of those other fights or maybe even a, a Yuri Prokacha. Um, so that division, you know, there's a lot of things that could happen and, and, and it's super, super entertaining in my mind. I, the amount of matchups you can have, uh, who would have thought, you know, the, the, the division maybe got better once John Jones left because more matchups can be made, you know, John kind of, yeah, you could say he was cogging up the division, but that's because he was beating everyone, you know? So it's kind of like, who's new, you know, he kind of wiped out everyone, um, so, you know, now there's more possibilities there. And, and John, a heavyweight is great, you know, in my opinion. I know I talked about that a little bit on the last episode. But it um, should be interesting to see how this plays out. Now, Anthony Rumble Johnson has entered the UFC slash USADA testing pool. Now, you have to be in it for six months uh, before you can compete. And that would mean Anthony Rumble Johnson can return February of 2021. Now, in my opinion, Anthony Rumble Johnson, I don't think anyone beats him in the lightweight, light heavyweight division right now. Um, I think he could be champ. I think the only guys that were stopping him from being champ was John Jones and Daniel Cormier. And Daniel Cormier is now retired and John Jones now moved up to heavyweight. So that means Anthony Rumble Johnson can get his time. Um, you know, and you talk about guys who could have been champs, uh, in that division without those two guys, uh, you know, being the champion, they were the champions for, you know, a combination of nine, over nine years. Um, you got guys like, uh, Gustafson, you know, obviously Anthony Johnson, uh, Dominic Reyes probably could be a champ, uh, maybe Anthony Smith at one time, you know what I mean? So these guys are guys that could be champions, but weren't. Um, and in my opinion, I think Anthony Johnson is the best out of the guys that are in there right now. Um, just with his KO power, his striking, I mean, I I can't really see anyone beating him. Um, I just can't, you know? Uh, so in my mind, when he returns, I, I, I'd love to see him return. Um, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if he'll return just straight to the title or have a warm up fight, but regardless, I can't wait to see him back. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you, you think, okay, well, who is better, you know, cause Gustafson obviously was close to getting that championship too. Um, well, Rumble Johnson knocked him out. So, Anthony Rumble Johnson ain't no joke. Um, he's he's going to come, I think. And, you know, because there was rumors he was going to go to heavyweight. And why was he going to go to heavyweight? Maybe, you know, because he couldn't get the championship at, at, at a light heavyweight. You know, DC and John Jones being there. But, you know, now there's an opening. Um, so I do think we'll see Anthony Rumble Johnson. And uh, I cannot wait to see that. Um light heavyweight division, watch out, because he's coming, and uh, he's no joke, like I've been saying for the past couple minutes, Um, he's going to be tough to beat, so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out, and it'll be interesting to see who has the title at that time, Um, because obviously, you know, these matchups, you know, you got all these great guys, they're probably going to fight each other a couple times, you know, the Dominic Reyes, Santos, Blachowicz, Teixeira, Smith, uh, 
obviously Rakic, um, Prochetska, uh, Yuri. You know, you got to see these guys. They're probably going to fight each other, you know, in a different couple combinations before, uh, you know, this ha- before he arrives um, in February, uh, which is not too, too far. But, um, you know, you're going to have these fights. I bet they will schedule, you know, because he, he, he's eligible in February. It doesn't mean he's going to fight in February. I mean, maybe, but we'll see. Um, so, yeah, exciting times in the UFC. I mean, you couldn't be in a better time. I, and I always feel like that, but I feel like it's always getting better and better. Um, and that's what's so great about being a fan in the UFC. Um, it just gets better and better, and there's no off season. You know, it's always going on, and I feel like it's always getting more intense. So, with that being all said, that is episode two of the MMA Mike podcast. Thank you for tuning in.